Hello, I'm Jim, and this is On The Left Side. What he does afterwards, stands up, well, definitely seems to give a gesture towards the referee, not a very friendly one. Welcome, my friends. This is your twice-weekly rundown of all that is ridiculous in the world of football. Although this week, I would have forgiven you for not even switching on the show, because who on earth needs more international football? Certainly that was the nation's feelings towards watching yet another lacklustre England performance. Feelings that were summed up perfectly by Birmingham City manager Harry Redknapp on BT Sport. I've even lost interest. I'm sitting here, I'm not even watching the game. I've got it on and I'll be honest with you, I hear the commentator go, we're playing Malta. He goes, this number 18, he works at the checkout counter during the week of a supermarket. And I think, what am I watching this for? Isn't that the very same Harry Redknapp who once wanted to be England manager? I can only imagine that his team talks for such games would have been incredibly inspiring. Look lads, I can't really be bothered with this one. Just go and score some goals or something. I'm off down the pub to finish me accounts. On one hand, I totally get where he's coming from. On the other, if Redknapp struggles to get himself up for two international teams, the cream of their country going head-to-head for the World Cup finals, how's he going to feel about Birmingham's trip to Norwich this weekend? Is he even going to turn up? It wasn't just Ari who was feeling uninspired by the national team's antics this week, though, as a glance around Wembley Stadium for England's game against Slovakia showed that England fans weren't that bothered either. Well, it was that or the thousands of empty seats around the stadium was a clever ploy to make England's Manchester City contingent feel more at home. There were, though, unexpectedly, two moments of potential excitement in that game. One was England going one down within three minutes of the start, and two was Deli Alley going one up. <laughs> Tottenham's Mr. Nice midfielder tarnished his image somewhat in the second half when, seemingly fed up with a string of decisions not going his way, he decided to flick the referee the bird, and up went his middle finger. It looked to me like Ali was going to be in for a large fine and potentially a bit of a ban. But stop press. It turns out the whole thing was a bit of a misunderstanding. That's according to manager Gareth Southgate anyway. Yeah, I've not seen, but um, Deli and Kyle were mucking about and Deli's made a gesture towards Kyle. So the the pair of them, I mean, they have a strange way of communicating, but um, but, but um, they're uh, that, that's what they've said when uh, when I've raised. As I say, I haven't seen it myself. Yeah, sure. I can imagine that happens all the time in training, doesn't it, Gaz? You think all the players are making wanker signs behind your back, but they're just getting involved in some good old banter with each other. Right? What a prick. No, no not you, Gaz. I was talking to my mate over there. That press conference kind of sums up Southgate a bit for me. Deferring the blame, avoiding the question, not offering any real opinion. He is a middle office management type football manager, checking that the photocopier has enough toner rather than putting his neck on the line and saying something. Oi! Part of me at least would love the next England manager just to show a bit of fight to have slammed Ali for being an idiot or defended him and saying it's only a game or ripped the whole team a new one for such a lacklustre display against Malta and such a terrible start against Slovakia. Maybe England could learn something from the Republic of Ireland management team. 
This week it would seem that boss Martin O'Neill has certainly been taking lessons from his assistant manager Roy Keane in how to be a bit of a grumpy old git when it comes to post-match interviews, when he gave this cantankerous response to a BBC reporter asking about the Republic of Ireland's 1-1 draw with Georgia. You can't be happy with the, the way we give up possession. Well, no, we give the ball away. You're right, that's right. We didn't keep it well enough. No. And can you put your finger on why that might have been? I can, yes. Yeah, of course I can. Are you going to share that with us? Why? Well, why would I want to share it with you? It's really awkward, but I like it. If a journalist can feel like a manager is going to lump you at any minute, imagine how the players would feel. It's the kind of absolute terror and respect that the likes of Alex Ferguson would have commanded with his infamous hairdryer treatment. A motivation method that was recalled by Wayne Rooney this week in his exclusive interview with Talk Sport. I've seen players um, sat in the dressing room with tears running down their eyes because Alex Ferguson's had to go with them and they can't take it. I'm not really surprised. Given Rooney's disappearing hairline, I imagine the mere mention of a hairdryer would be enough to have him in tears. <laughs> that was supposed to be Wayne Rooney's big headline-grabbing story last week. And before his personal reenactment of Herbie Gets Divorced, it kinda was. He was happy to chat about his Manchester United career and his future. A future that Wayne thinks could involve standing in a dugout shouting at England players, rather than sitting in a hotel being shouted at by Colleen. England manager one day? <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You couldn't say no, would you? No, of course not. Maybe it's not a bad idea. You can certainly imagine that a furious Rooney in the England dressing room would be someone that you wouldn't fancy crossing. And given the recent stories, you probably wouldn't get many of the players trying to take their wives and girlfriends on international duty anymore either. There will be those who, after these stories of making dubious relationship choices, Instagram models and getting arrested for drink driving in a VW Beetle, will think that he should never be England manager, that he isn't a good enough role model. But I genuinely think that once again, in a few weeks and months, that story is just going to go away. And let's face it, it won't be the first time that Rooney's been caught inside an old banger and got away with it. That is it for this week's On The Left Side. Thank you for listening. Now, I know I've been a bit down on the whole international break thing this week, but I have to say, not getting any proper football for 14 days was made 100% worth it by this tweet from at FOB Racing, who was watching England versus Slovakia when they said... Anyone else wondering whether Slovakia's fullback Peter Pekarik has ever picked a peck of pickled peppers? Thank you, Fergal O'Brien Racing. That, my friends, is Tweet of the Week. Now, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can get the next one as soon as it's ready. And I will see you soon. Bye. Peter Pekarik picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Pekarik picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Pekarik picked a peck of pickled On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. To find out more about podcasting or to get help with your own podcasts, head over to abruptaudio.com forward slash help.